welcome to Leo Roundtable at leoroundtable.com. My name is Chip the Block, and I'm your host. Um, let me go ahead and introduce the crew to you, but we discuss the news and the issues from a law enforcement perspective. And tonight we have on the show, and I believe all retired this evening, we have Chief John Newman, Lieutenant Randy Sutton, Corporal David D. Gresta, Officer Andre Casal, and Producer Will Stasser. So thanks, guys, for, for making it. Uh, also, a shout-out to our sponsors. We have Motion DSP, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.Live, Tactote, and also Bang Energy, who fuels us. So thanks to all those entities for helping make the show happen. We got a, a, a great lineup as usual, so without wasting any more time, let's go ahead and jump right into it. You know, this is a, a story, an article that I've been um, holding for a while, wanting to cover it. And, uh, you know, it, it, it is timely because it's constantly going on. Unfortunately, it's on policetribune.com, lawofficer.com. And uh, we've got uh, what, uh, cltampa.com. So it's woke prosecutors, recalls, and circumventing the law. And it's about, you know, L.A., Tampa, and actually Milwaukee. We don't have Lieutenant Bob Kroll on the show. Or actually, that would be uh, what Sheriff uh, David Clark's area, Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, but in these articles, the first one talks about the effort to recall uh, Los Angeles County DA George Gascon, uh, which is Randy's friend, uh, fails to fails after many signatures are invalidated. So we've got um, over half a million signatures were found to be valid, but there were almost 200,000 200, found to be invalid. So the omission of the invalid signatures left the petition a uh, little shy of 50,000 signatures short of the mandatory minimum. So it was close. And that was for the ballot uh, qualification uh, for the district attorney. And, uh, you know, if, well, Randy, why don't you go and talk about that? And then we'll get to the uh, to the Tampa mayor, Jane Castor. Well, you know, the, what's interesting is that that the L.A. or the Los Angeles County uh, uh, Commission that invalidated these signatures, they're all part of part of the woke. You know, they're supporters of Gascon. So I find it incredulous and incredible that these uh, that so many of these were literally tossed aside um, just for for not looking right. So um, you know, I think that the the fox was in the hen house on uh, on this recall effort. Wow. Okay. All right. Any any uh, any more predictions, Randy, with this thing? You think anything else will, is going to happen? Uh, behind no, no. This is it's a done deal. They're not going to try again. They're going to have to wait them out. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Um, so moving along now, let's uh, move to what well, we've got. The uh, of course another tag on this is a flash mob in in L.A. Uh, hit a 7-Eleven, but you know we're going to see more and more of this stuff going on. In fact, you know I say that as I'm getting ready to hop on a plane and go to uh, flying to San Francisco, and uh, I'll be leaving out of L.A. You know, so uh, I'll let you know how that how that goes. Uh, if if um if I call you Randy asking for your attorney, you know you'll know what it's about. Um, so now let's jump to Tampa, which is where I'm at, my neck of the woods. So Tampa Mayor Jane Castor says that she will not direct TPD, the Tampa Police Department, to arrest those who have had or seek abortions. Now, you remember uh, that Governor Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor, suspended state attorney Andrew Warren uh, for calling the 15-week abortion ban unconstitutional. So uh, that's going through the court system now. But the governor exercised what he felt his right was uh, to uh, to suspend the state attorney. So now uh, Jane Castor has gone public, and that's the Tampa mayor, um, saying that, you know, that they're not going to be arresting people that had abortions or who seek abortions. I see you shaking your head, David. Um, you know, can you dumb it down? I mean, I mean, we've got a headline, no. but then we've got what's no, really going on. Yeah. Unfortunately, Jane Castor dumbed it down. 
um, she now gets to wear the moniker of stupid, uh, a, a an idiot, call who, somebody who calls herself a reporter, some socialist, communist, whatever, writing for writing for some woke rag in Tampa, uh, basically asks her a question at a press conference of some sort, if she will commit to um, not sending the police after people, women that are seeking health care in the form of some crap question. And you can see the look on her face and I'm looking at her going, don't do it, don't do it. And she and she she did it. She she now can wear this, the moniker of stupid. Nowhere in the legislation, nowhere does it say anything about any law enforcement going after women who seek abortions. Nowhere, anywhere, in 15 weeks or otherwise. It's just a it's just a, a mandate uh, restricting uh, doctors from doing it. Doesn't say anything about the, the patient or the, the the client or whatever you want to call the the murderer. I'm sorry, did I say that? Um, uh, that that's seeking the abortion. Doesn't nothing. But yet she fell right into it and had to open her mouth and say and say something stupid. So congratulations, Mayor. You're stupid. All right. Well, it's not isolated to Tampa. There's a lot of people that are going out making political statement in, in reference to this governor, this decision from the governor, uh, chief. I couldn't disagree with Dave Moore. I mean, you know, I, I watched it. You get these reporters. It's a hot topic. And they, they, you can't say no comment in a topic like that. You've got to be able to say it some way. And she's right. We're not, we're, we're, we've never sent law enforcement out for that. Not to say anything would have been a bigger hassle for the mayor. My, yeah, not, but the, no, no comment would have been a bigger issue. It's not no comment. If you looked at what she said, she, she said... We're not going to hold people responsible for this. Is Jane Casser saying this now? We're not going to hold people responsible for their for personal choices. I'm sorry. I think that's what law enforcement does pretty much every damn day. You make a personal choice to rob a bank, beat up your spouse, do something else stupid, and you're going to pay consequences for it. So don't don't I mean don't parse words with the person. If you know what the what the what the what the legislation is, she should have stood up and said, "I'm sorry." That's not our purview. Law enforcement doesn't get involved in that. Something to the effect other than basically agreeing with this clown saying, oh, yeah, no, we're not going to be arresting anyone for that. That, that. that was a game. That's a cheap political game that she was playing. Stand up and, and say what, say the truth, not this garbage that she did. So disagree, but yeah. Well, I, I, I guess it's not going on in a limb saying that it's really going to have no impact on law enforcement at least locally because it, it you know we just don't get calls from the go to abortion clinics the rest of people getting abortions or or would we but but I, I do understand why she did not attend the press conference you know when the existing state attorney uh, was getting suspended by the governor I, I, I get it you there's a very as I know too well you know when I when I had my battle with the uh, state attorney in, in Harrisboro County um, you know who who uh, who Andrew Warren beat out to get his job. Um, I know how important that position is. And so anyhow, um, I, I get it why she didn't attend the press conference. So, uh, Chief John? I, I Like I said, I, you know, I it's a nothing burger. To say nothing to the media would have been a bigger deal. And if we're going to start holding people accountable for nothing burgers, I mean, it, it, we know we, uh, 30 years. It's not something I've ever rolled on to where I have to worry about someone exercising whatever rights they think they have when it comes to abortion, pro-life or pro-choice, law enforcement has never been involved, right? I, I, I just think this is all about nothing. I, like I said, I couldn't disagree with Dave Moore. All right. Well, that makes for a good show. We don't want everybody agreeing. So uh, 
Um, so good. Good. Well, wait, wait. On the other hand, I do agree with your wife about your upcoming plans for Monday through Friday. I'm just saying. Well, thank you. I hope she's not listening to the show. We'll, we'll, well, now I got to talk about that on on the show. And of course, uh, we were going to be doing a, uh, a, a, a pre-recorded show and slide it in and, and, you know, will producer will, I was not, I, I acted. So we're doing a live broadcast right now. We got some people that are uh, talking with us, so there won't be a surprise, but we got MVS and George, um, Sergeant George on here. So it, it's going to be a good show. So surprise, surprise guys. Um, so uh, moving along here, we got one more article on this. Milwaukee Police Department, misdemeanor warrants. Um, department's no longer going to allow to arrest any anybody on misdemeanor warrants. And, and uh, you know, the Milwaukee Police Association said that that's political uh, policy is crazy. So just some of these um, things that are going on to kind of, uh, you know, the, the woke, woke prosecutors and people in political power that are that are getting that message out there. Chief John. And, think, and about, think about what we talked about last week. They're not going to enforce jaywalking. All these small, minor offenses, people think by themselves are minor, and any aggregate, they don't mean anything. But we all know it's those minor offenses that really stop major crime, right? And this is just another example of that. This is another chipping away of a tactic when it came to, you know, enforcement of the smaller crimes to catch the bigger fish. We all know how important these arrests, these quality of life arrests, these low, what you might consider low hanging fruit arrests mean to reducing crime. They're just chipping away from it. It's death by a thousand paper cuts. It's crazy. You know, whether you're pulling people over for, <laughs> you know, ba bless you, Randy. Thank you. Probably, probably cat hair. Whether you're pulling people <laughs> over for um, minor traffic infractions, stopping somebody for, even if it's jaywalking, although I've never done it, but a minor offense and now not arresting people. If they have a warrant, that means they've already had an opportunity to show up in court or whatever, and they're abusing the system. But hey, it's just one more chip away at what we all know that works. Go ahead, Randy. I'll jump in here because when I read this, um, you know, the mil this city has lost its collective mind. Uh, the, the, the crime rates are through the roof. Violent crime is at, is at record highs and they are removing every tool possible to allow the police to police it is it is insanity and yet even though this is continuing uh, now for years they're still in, they're still in, involving policies there I am. that uh, that are destroying the very the very job of policing and this is what they're this is this is the this is what they're they're hopeful for, and that is that the cops will just say, screw it. Why should I even bother? Yeah, but it started with, right, I agree. It started with stop and frisk, which was a self-initiated, you know, action, not based on a law. I'm going to stop. I'm going to have a conversation with you. I'm going to encounter it. So they did that in New York City and a lot of other places. You can't be stop and frisk. Now they're actually going after minor statutory violations that allow law enforcement to legally stop and talk to you, not an encounter. No, Andrew, you're probably the last one that left, left the job. Were you still enforcing or using these types of violations to engage with a guy that you think or a gal that might be involved in illegal, you know, illegal activity? I mean, I, I still think it's a, 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 a best practice. 
So to be honest with you, you know, it's funny because I always say I had two two different times of law enforcement, the first 10 years and then the rest of my law enforcement career. And it felt like, you know, in the beginning, we were able to use a lot more of those tactics, a lot more of the, you know, just just mere presence. You know, we use presence as you, you start up an investigation, you start talking to somebody, you establish a rapport, you know, you can develop a lot just by establishing a rapport. And then, you know, you have your stop and frisk. Well, you know, as the times went on, you start chipping away at all of those tools that we were allowed to use. And officers started doing less and less because liability wise, you don't know, you almost don't know what you can do because you come in and you're told, you know, you can make contact with somebody. You know, if you ask them, do you have anything on you? You know, can can I search you? Once you start searching somebody and you find somebody else, you know, you start to take these tools away. Where's the gray area? What can you do? What can't you do? You know, really, it takes away from law enforcement in general. And I think that you're going to start finding a lot of police officers sitting under trees, not knowing what to do, not because they don't want to do their job, but because they're so afraid to either get in trouble, liability, you know, what what is going to happen if they start, you know, actually investigating, if they do their own, you know, self-initiated activity. Law enforcement has changed completely. It changed, like I said, during my career, and it's going to continue to change. I think it's really, you know, it's unfortunate. Hey, guys, we're going to take our uh, first commercial break. We will be right back. Okay, so Motion DSP has been supporting the law enforcement industry for over 15 years with a robust suite of video and audio redaction and enhancement software. The Motion DSP software is easy to use, requires no specialized training or expertise. So save valuable time with Spotlight's one-click automated tracking feature and forensic suite of enhancement filters. Achieve results quickly in just three steps import, process, and export. So Spotlight was built specifically for redaction and was designed to work with video from any camera source. And using motion DSP algorithms and object tracking technology, Spotlight automates the process of blurring faces and other identifiable information, saving users countless hours compared to manual frame-by-frame redaction, and also saving lives of those people that you're dithering out. Forensic enhancement software allows users to quickly process and analyze uh, any video file format using patented super resolution algorithms and enhancement filters to reveal an unseen level of detail. So get forensically valid evidence from low quality video in minutes instead of hours. So learn more about these products at motiondsp.com. Now, uh, and I know we got four and a half minutes here left, but uh, let's go ahead and move on to the, uh, have we exhausted that one topic? I think we have. So let's go on to the uh, next one here. And um, I've got a video update. It's on Rumble, uh, rumble.com. This is Butter's name of the channel, uh, my favorite law enforcement video channel. We have a grand jury that indicts Indianapolis police officer shown on a body cam a video kicking a man. Saying that, lean back. You don't really care what you do anymore. Lean back. How the fuck am I going to lean back with the fucking view hole my belt? I think that we covered this once before, but in Indianapolis, Metropolitan Police Sergeant is uh, shown on video stomping a man in the face last year during an arrest, and he's been charged with violating the civil rights of an arrestee by using excessive force, according to the U.S. DOJ. So a federal grand jury has indicted Sergeant Eric Huxley, he's 44 years old, on one count of deprivation of rights under color of law after body cam footage showed him kicking a man in the face while, uh, while assisting in his arrest. He just came up and he stopped and the guy, the, the bad guy, was handcuffed and lying on his back when this happened. So Huxley, he's a 14-year veteran of the force, 
and uh, or was. He remained suspended from the department without pay. And um, this uh, incident happened September the 24th of 2021. So Huxley's also uh, pending a recommendation of termination to the police department civilian merit, uh, merit board. And also the Marion County prosecutors have charged him with official misconduct and battery with moderate bodily injury. Those are both felonies. And the case remains pending in the Marion County court. Of course, they're waiting to terminate him to see what happens with the criminal proceedings. But that's what we have. Uh, comments, guys, on this. Yeah, why, why don't we why don't we execute him now? Let's let's do that. That's that's what should be the next thing. Since we can't possibly do anything more to this guy, that this is more of the overreach by the Department of Justice and by revenge based prosecutors. All right, this guy screwed up. He should be he, if, get termination. Got it. For all of this other nonsense, it's just it's way way overboard. This is a civil lawsuit. Write the guy the check, fire him. But this is this is crazy to put this guy in prison, which is what they're trying to do. And, and the and the federal the federal side of it too, or the federal end. I mean, state. If you want to charge him state crime, okay, you know, go that route. But federal, they're going, they're chasing federal stuff now. That's that's kind of a that's kind of a big step there. Hey, uh, Chip. Dave, just got word that George McNamara passed away. Yeah, I heard that early. I heard that earlier today. Thank you to our panelists for being here and for uh, another great show. Uh, to our users and MVS, thanks for the support. And uh, look, thanks for uh, for being with us throughout the, the technical difficulties. Hopefully, we'll get this worked out with the new equipment. And uh, also, Motion DSP, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.life, TAC-TOTE. Dot com and also Bang Energy for Fuel Notes. Hope everybody has a wonderful and a safe week.